All right, what's up, everybody? It's Bayfield, aka Bayfield. Um, uh, so I've got a podcast that I think you're gonna enjoy. This is with uh, my friend Zach Scriven. I met him through Beam. We talk about that a little bit. You'll you'll hear. But we talk about uh, multiple sources of income, entrepreneurship. Um, really, we talk about a lot of stuff. But I think that you'll enjoy it. Um, so without further ado, this is Peace of My Mind, featuring Zach Scriven. Enjoy. <laughs> live so what is up guys zach scriven here with bailey stanfield aka bayfield what's up or stanley bayfield stanley if bayfield dys- if you're dyslexic and uh yeah this is the zach scriven podcast double zero six and we don't have any talking points today so we're just gonna kind of wing it go with the flow i'm pumped and we're live so you know what, we'll be able what? to take questions if anybody wants any talking points that they have. I asked Sarah, okay. I was like, hey, do you have any talking points that you want to hit on? She's like, not really. And I was like, okay, well, if you have any, let me know. Oh, a shout out to Jassy, leaving me those comments, leaving me that YouTube love. So I, I posted a video yesterday, just kind of like saying that I'm just kind of like going through some some hard times right now, like balancing, uh, you know, the YouTubes and personal like duties, like being a fiance being a husband being a dad so and she you know actually got a lot of little uh you know love from from the community so it's like i'm going through it so i might as well uh you know talk to the youtubes about it it. yeah it's secret support from people that you may never know um and jesse is like oh he's a he's sick i'm waiting for him to come in i thought jesse was a girl uh i it's a guy, and he. I think his name is Amito. Amito. Armit. I don't know. I, he's got an Instagram, and he's like really good at photography. Cool. Oh yeah, that's right. You're saying that. Yeah. So um. So for you, for those of you guys that don't know, uh, Bayfield, uh, YouTube creator. I've been following his YouTube channel for a couple of years now. I I met him on Beam, uh, that app that died, uh, the Casey Neistat. Uh, you know, kind of like a Snapchat, like where you just hold your phone here and just broadcast live. It was the and greatest. I, you could send like photo responses like yeah. of yourself watching someone else's. And I think you sent like a photo. I don't know. I, I forget the details, but it was a pretty cool app, but it died. And um, but the relationship lived on because, <laughs> you know, I was following your channel and just checked out your live streams. And, you know, I saw you've been doing some Fortnite and some different just trying different things, you know, and that's kind of like what I'm doing. Like I started my own podcast. Don't know really where I'm going with it yet. I mean, we don't even have talking points, but I, I don't know. I don't really like rigidity, you know? Yes, I agree. I don't, that's so for the longest time I did those daily podcasts where it was literally, I just, I would, I was like nervous to start it. Cause I was like, I have nothing to talk about. And he's like, I was just like, whatever. I'm just going to, I literally would push just record and just go talk about not having anything to talk about. Yeah, I would do that. That happened most of the time, but it was just pushing record. And then it would go, you know, when I first started, it had a five minute limit and that was my goal. I was like, I'm going to shoot for five minutes. And at like my, I wanted to make a shirt that said 444 Cause at 444 was when I started to wrap it up and 
that was it was like i had goals with it but um yeah yeah so i it's just pushing record and then you just go for it what was the app called anchor anchor and i still that's what i still use because you can post on anchor and it goes to itunes google play store and then a couple other ones that i am not familiar with and i and spotify is coming soon i'm excited for that i want to be on spotify Maybe I, maybe I'm not like a legitimately educated podcaster because like I don't really like produce to iTunes. I don't know. I just feel like that's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. What I do do is you know obviously go to the YouTube's yeah. and like also I think it's because when I watch someone else's podcast, I watch it just on YouTube. I like even if there's no video, I'll still just listen to the audio. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm just always on YouTube, so it's true. Dude, I think YouTube it's a little bit easier. I literally, let's see. So I got a YouTube channel in 2000, I think seven. Yeah, that that's was, when I started. That was like, cause I, which is weird because I remember, like I've been trying to think back to like what got me onto YouTube because I don't remember anybody ever talking about it. I just remember. You know, you know what got me on YouTube? What? You remember Guitar Hero 3? Oh my, yeah. Do you remember, uh, I don't know, maybe you probably saw his video, like Justin, um, and I forget his last name, but he had like these funny parody type videos. Uh, like he would like be like drunk. He's like, yeah, I live in my fucking mom's basement attic. And he's just like playing Guitar Hero. I don't remember that. It, okay. Anyways, it was so like I started doing just funny parody videos like that. Like I did one doing Through the Fire and Flames. Yeah. But on the drums. Mm-hmm. And it like obviously I wasn't doing it. And, and like it wasn't even like I even had the screen. And then like had a video picture in picture with me. It's just yeah. a video of me, like five minutes, just literally just hammering Wailing. drums. That's so legit. But like I had like I was kind of bad, like like I would like drink in it. Uh. Even though I was like well, it was it was water, but yeah. But not really. But uh like so I would like be drinking a beer and then like at the end, like I kinda like drank some vodka straight out of the thing. Um but yeah, like I don't know, that was just all for dramatic effect, you know, like um but yeah it's like it got like eighty thousand views dang and i did one where uh zach there's this video like zach kim had like a dual headed guitar and he did like uh did it did it did oh i've seen that i have seen that yeah yeah yeah. so i did one with three guitar hero videos uh three guitar hero guitars and i'm just like like and i just played his music in the background Oh, that's and so, so I had a couple oh. little, I just had stupid videos. Um, remember like Rubik's cubes was yeah. really big. I, I was solving the Rubik's cubes, but then there was this one guy, Michelle Gondry. Did you ever hear about him? No, maybe. Okay. So he did a parody that like he solved the Rubik's cube with his feet, mm-hmm. but all he really did was had a scrambled or a, a perfectly solved Rubik's cube and unscrambled it a few times with his feet and then played the video backwards. Classic. Yeah. And then, uh, so like I did a parody video, like solving a, solving a Rubik's cube with my mind. And I just was like, and I just like solved everything. It was so dumb, but like, I don't know. It's like, that was what I was into, you know? That's what you got to do. I, I don't like follow the norm, you know? Yes, I agree. That's the way that I think that that's how you have to do it is you can't follow the norm. And yeah, you have to, I think that adding in the human element is the part that I've been trying to add like the the community like that's why i've been live streaming so much because like i feel like that's where you make yourself stand out especially with people like you and i where we have like there's we don't have like a we're yeah. not like beauty vloggers where it's like 
you have you do yeah. this like we've got like a hundred different things that we do so i think that the that you want people to follow your personality and it's not like yeah because uh casey Neistat said it actually i think yesterday um how he's like changing up his style and he's like so many people subscribed to me because i was a vlogger and they liked the vlogs like the time that they subscribed that's what they subscribed to whereas now he does yeah. like the short films and the whatever but um it's the idea of like subscribers subscribe to what they subscribe to as opposed to right. not like the person as a whole. You. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I feel like I'm kind of starting over. Cause like I, I was doing programming videos and I got a lot of subscribers from that. Yeah. And now it's like, now, you know, like in those videos got a lot of views, but now it's like, I'm just doing kind of like more IRL vlogging type, you know, different things. So like, my i feel like i'm just kind of starting over building a new community of subscribers that like subscribe to that but yeah it's it's cool though because it's what i want to do but um i was going to bring up casey neistat said the other day uh in one of his 368 videos <laughs> i don't know how, to, how how we have time to watch all these youtube videos i don't know either it's just like next thing you know it's just like out and you're just watching a video of yeah like five but um all he said the reasonable man you probably heard this adapts himself to the world the unreasonable man adapts the world to himself yep so therefore all progress depends on the unreasonable man and then he was like i am an unreasonable man i was like i like that yeah dude, he's on a he's, big poster like, card great. did you okay so speaking of like relative content did you see the video that patreon ceo yes oh dude his editing was so money. that was so good that was such a good video Oh my gosh! I, did, I, I that was supposed to happen tomorrow. Like, did Casey respond? I didn't see anything. I don't know. He, I know that the Patreon guy was just like, "I'm flying in," and like, if you're there, we're gonna make this. But I haven't seen a response. Like, I, I hope that they've talked. There's no, there's no way Casey hasn't seen it. I, oh, it's so. Sweet. I, I, t I tweeted it to him too. So. I, I didn't. I think that I just retweeted. But that guy is, mm. he's crazy. He's wild. He's so like, in touch too. He, he actually listens to people like. If something's messed up with Patreon, he's like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go and fix it. Like, he's there for the people, and you can tell. Today, I was looking at, like, Patreon and, like, the more successful channels on Patreon. Some of them have, like, $100,000 a month in, Patre like, 20,000 Patreons. and That's ridiculous. Like podcast. Um, like, one, one – I like a lot of the science channels, mm -hmm. like – Vsauce. Uh, Vsauce, Veritasia, all that kind of stuff. But um, one that – like has recently been pretty good as called in a nutshell. Uh -huh. I uh, they do all like all graphically edited videos and they take like a lot of time and, but it's all like science, like, you know, black holes and yeah. this and that. Right. It sounds like, um, yeah. the vlog brothers stuff, like the crash course and yes, the psychology yes exactly. it's just, it's just like all that. animated kind of stuff. That's sweet. All animated. Yeah. Um, but they get like 37 K a month. But I mean, like I, I've been watching their videos for a few years and I like, I remember like a year or two ago, it was like 10 K and you know, like they're basically, you know, cause they try to go independent and not like do like brand deals. It's just a different way of monetizing. I think that's totally cool. Yeah. And I like the community aspect of it. Mm -hmm. Have you, have you ever thought about starting a Patreon? So or do you I, have a Patreon? I have a Patreon. Jesse's my one patron, right? I've got one patron and it's Jesse, but like, that's I like, cool. I've got, um, my, uh reward things like it's got like if you give two dollars i'll hand write a letter every month or something and then it's like i can't, I can't remember what else oh like a t-shirt like just stuff like 
I just like the reward thing of it is sweet because you can do whatever you want. There's not like a set like expectation. So I like that about yeah. it. But yeah, no, I I want to try to get on that because I think that YouTube's YouTube could be on a yeah. trajectory either way up or way down, and it, there's no telling. Or you could just get demonetized and mm -hmm. have it all go away. Yeah, which hit literally everybody. Yeah, I definitely think you know having multiple sources of of income and also like uncorrelated income, like you know, I mean, like just say something happened to your YouTube, even if you have Patreon and AdSense and uh, merch or something like that, like, and you just weren't able to do YouTube videos anymore, then yeah. all of those will start to suffer. Um, so you almost need like also like real estate or, or investments and, you know, other businesses. So I agree. That's one of my talking points as I wrote my second one was multiple sources of income. Cause <laughs> I think that that's the answer. Like I've got like the shirt company that it's, Right now, it's really just like my area and then like a couple friends that I've sent it off to. But it's, I mean, like I see them all the time in like Walmart or where, like I'll go around and see them and it's super sweet. But like you see your people wearing your shirts. Yeah. And at, at my That's college, cool. I, uh, for a while, I did a thing where I would try to sell, like I'd, I would buy like a hundred shirts and print them all and then let them get bought for like a month. And then at the end of the month, whatever was left over, I would just give out to people. And okay. I, cause it was like, it's like a billboard pretty much because they're wearing yeah and yeah. uh like i would see stuff and people would send me snapchats with like hey look there's your hoodie do you know this person I'm like no i don't and that's sweet so like nice. like stuff like that but it it's for the most part people that buy are people that i know but i mean i'm still okay with that but i'd like to spread it out i think the t-shirts aren't ever going to go out but i don't know yeah, yeah. I, get, I get a lot of comments about this t-shirt right here i love that I was just looking because I love slots. Yeah, it's it's kind of like my style, you know. I, I'm, and I'm uh, a fan. what is that like? Not London Bridge. I think it is London. London. It's London, but I don't think that bridge is called London Bridge. I think it's the I one that's always that, in the movies. London Bridge is actually like Lake Havasu or something. Huh. Who knew? Oh, but you you probably not familiar with Lake Havasu, huh? Mm -mm. It's a Colorado River thing, like a lot of people go out there for vacationers and you could like jump off of the bridge there. Oh, dang. They, they call it London bridge, but yeah, it's like, you the know, you, everyone, goes out, everyone goes out on their boats and gets like super hammered and stuff. That's sick. Colorado. Never been to Colorado. I've been to Arizona and California. That's where are I've you, been. are you in R Richmond? Yeah. East coast. So, guy. That's funny. Cause, um, just today I saw a vlog, uh, vlog episode number one, from a guy named Charles Charles Hurley. Mm -hmm. So the way that I know him, and he 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 has like other videos and stuff, but he's like just now starting a thing where he's leaving New York City. He had like he had gotten this marketing job for this company. Yeah. He was working for this guy, like kind of right out of college, moved to New York, and then over the f next few years, um, this guy Richard Fairtech, he started this other company, and then he started this Airbnb like online. He called it uh, short-term rental secrets and then it became short-term rental university mm -hmm. and Charles like the whole time was like working for him, like helping him do vlogs and helping him do video editing and all this stuff. And now he's like basically going full time on his own, uh, moving back to Richmond. You know, he also does like uh, wedding films. Like yeah. he just loves filming and editing. Right. I think he's, he said he's still going to do editing for Richard, like for his 
stru uh airbnb um youtube channel but yeah. um like remotely you know i mean richard moved from new york to like jackson hole wyoming so that was pretty crazy but dang it's pretty wyoming. cool like he he went from zero, like they started and in six months they only had 100 subscribers but then the next six months they grew to like almost five thousand. um their one year mark was like just towards the end of last year and now they're at like seven or eight k dang um, see that's what i want you know like not not at the point where they're like you know like he's still losing venture because he's investing in it like he has like right. a studio now and you know he pays charles probably pretty well and stuff i mean he has his other businesses and stuff too so richard is definitely fine you know but it's pretty cool like i follow him because i'm like man he's he's doing something that i want to do you know yeah and and also he does airbnb and so i can learn from that but really i'm learning from like watch what i do not what i say yeah or, i yeah yes i agree the uh oh i had something oh like uh nope forgot but yeah so he's going so he's coming to richmond so you might want to connect with him or yeah something. that'd be sweet chris harley charles that, hurley <laughs> nailed it i was thinking chris farley and then in my head i just kept sticking on that that'd be sweet yeah i'll have to hook him up hook up with that my mom's got a guy that she works with that does has a gaming channel and i think he's got like it's it's like 10,000 subscribers but he like makes a living off of that because of how he brands it i guess yeah but like i one thing they they did was a, a membership so they have oh, like yeah? a bachelor's program so they pay for you pay for like access to a specific facebook group specific content um and then like both buying discounts and mm -hmm. stuff like that so that's that's like uh, you'll go on somebody's social blade and it'll say like they get twenty thousand to a hundred thousand a year or whatever. But yeah, it's like that's a huge wage. Yeah, that's a huge. You're like that's a huge wage, but you know that they are clearly well huge. off and they've yeah. got it's it's separate. Like I don't think that YouTube pays. Like if you're like a good YouTuber doesn't get paid their primary from YouTube. Like they've got yeah. a, something that they're selling or whatever. Yeah, um, and I know Amazon affiliates. Uh, is pretty big. I got to get hooked in on that. Linus Tech Tips did a, uh, a video where they showed their breakdown of revenue. Mm -hmm. And I think it was something like 30% AdSense, 30% Amazon affiliate, 15% pre-roll integration ads. Um, and then like kind of just some other categories I forget. But oh, uh, they have like a, a membership, like they could contribute directly on their forum. Huh. So yeah, they said they could lose any one of those and like still be fine and not have to like fire employees. So I'm like, oh, that's cool. Interesting. Yeah, that's yes. But I was I was surprised that Amazon affiliate, I guess it kind of makes so sense. much. Yeah, but it kind of makes sense though, because if they're a tech channel, odds are you're going to be going there to watch about a specific tech thing and then making a decision to buy it right yeah, after. That's true. You just got to hope that doing... you're lucky enough to like, that be the video. They were doing this, they, they kind of broke the terms of service for a while and they got banned for a little bit, but um, they were basically telling people to use, but like bookmark their affiliate link to like buy everything on Amazon. Oh, dang. And uh, I mean, I, they, they got in trouble for that, but they, they, they got back and um, they basically, they only say like, and buy stuff we featured on this video at Amazon mm -hmm. instead of like always. Always use know. it. That's, that's interesting. Cause like, uh, the place that I did a couple mission trips with, they had a business card that was an Amazon affiliates that you just were, it was just like, buy everything through us on Amazon, go to this link and then search or whatever. But I guess maybe it's different if it's a charitable organization, but 
I don't know. I mean, I think it's like because they're very high profile that maybe it got, you know, it got noticed. I don't know. Yeah. But um, yeah. So passive income, un- uncorrelated streams of income. Um, I got. I want to get into Airbnb. So do good, you? Dude. How do you? So do you rent properties and then rent those out, or do you own properties and rent them out? So, um, technically. Both. I so I started. Actually, I kind of got started in real estate like a long, long time ago. Like when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, I somehow convinced my parents to buy a house, like an investment property. So instead of like, they, like they were kind of you know funding my college, and I was in the dorms and for the first like two quarters, and that was like cool experience. But I'm like, kind of want more freedom. Want to yeah. get a house? Why not? pitch this idea to my parents that they could use like what's called like a like a, a solo 401k where you can basically make an investment like real estate investment in your 401k so i helped them set that up they you know we found a house we bought it i was the property manager i rented it out to like all my friends we had like three four rooms so you know it was like two two guys to a room and all this stuff and covered the utilities and stuff and then basically their mortgage was on a 15 year and getting covered that's crazy. So, yeah. And you can you just convince them? Was it so? Yeah, you, yeah. You convince them for like, that, to, the, that to be your housing or like as an investment like, opportunity? I I still paid rent, but I, like so I don't know. My my uh, my fiance will tell you this all the time. Like I'm great at convincing people. Yeah. Like when it benefits me, because <laughs> like obviously like it was cool that then I got a house. Yeah. I mean I guess I could have just gone out on my own with my buddies and leased a place, but then like what's the benefit of that, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like help me help you kind of thing, you know? Yeah. I mean, um, I guess, I mean, because there still was a win in there for both parties. Yeah. They got mad though. Like the reason they kind of, um, cause we started like having a lot of parties. I got like kind of arrested a couple times and nice. And I started uh, like a grow operation. So <laughs> there was a couple of things they got mad about. So eventually like, wasn't even a year later, they sold the place. But, um, the funny part is that like that house, it was 2011, they bought it it's like over double in value now. Like, Dang. I mean, I, everything, everything has gone up. So like they should have just, you know, hodled, but you know, hindsight's 2020 there. They, they kind of like, I was like pitching it to them as like a business thing. Yeah. And they, they inherently like I'm their, their baby, you know? Yeah. So, huh. Do you have siblings? They, they, yeah, I do. Dude. She was part of the freaking reason. She was like, how are you going to buy Zach a house? Like, you know, because she was still in high school. She's younger. So she was like, she didn't really get it. It's always like, she, I don't know. I mean, she's cool now. Like, we, we definitely have a good relationship. But uh, yeah, that was definitely, I don't know. She just, she didn't really get it, you know? She, yeah. She, she was still, like still at home. Like, I was finally gone out of the house. So like, she's bearing the full brunt of the parental yeah. load, you know? <laughs> like, there's no, no, no uh, brother or sister, like tag, you know, good cop, bad cop anymore you know yeah so Dang, she was geez. just maybe a little bit jealous or something but um guess so <laughs> little did she so know. yeah so that that was like my first real entrance into the real estate market like i you know i really liked it and then um so then i kind of went all around i i got a job in in dallas mm-hmm. and i i put an offer to buy a condo out there i was like living out there and i was making a good income and like they were basically covering my house housing expenses and my per diem. So I'm like, all right, well, let me just buy a house. And instead of renting, 
I'll just rent to myself, have it covered, you know? Yeah. And it was like super cheap. It was like a one bedroom condo, like in a, in a spot right outside of DFW. And it was like a hundred K I put like an offer for like 90 and then I like they countered at full price. I'm like, all right, 95. And they countered like full price was like 103. I think mm-hmm. I should have just in hindsight, hindsight 2020, I should have just bought it at full price because like, I think they're worth like 150, 160 now, but, um, and this was in 2014. So yeah, that was like my first time I was actually going to buy it like with my own down payment, like my yeah. own thing. Right. So, but that didn't go through. Uh, but I did, I was saving money. Um, so then I moved back I moved in with my mom a little bit in this house. Mm. She was renting this house and then she bought a house in Arizona. Um, so yeah, just kind of like moved around a little bit. So then I just basically took over the lease here. Mm-hmm. And I like, at that time I was like running the, the family business. Like my mom kind of went out and got another job. She didn't really like doing the you know the business she wanted yeah. like a stable income and it was cool too because like it was kind of weird working with my mom like that because like we'd fight yeah and like working and living with her was definitely hard so so yeah then i had this big house and it's like 2100 a month and i was doing my own business so like i'm like all right well let me just get some roommates um so i was doing like kind of just traditional renting out the room kind of thing mm. and then eventually i what actually got me into it, I, I had created an Airbnb account, but like I didn't actually start renting until like a year later. So I think it was too, late 2016. Uh, my mom was traveling back to California for work. And instead of staying like her work offered, like if you stay with like a relative, they offered a reimbursement. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well, rather than like them, like, writing me a check or something, I'll just rent it to you on Airbnb. So there's a receipt, you can put it on the company credit card, all this stuff, right? And I only charged her like 50 bucks a night, you know? So I thought that was fair. They would save money. I get to hang out with my mom and it got me started on Airbnb. So um, then I basically just had it listed and someone else requested to book it. And I'm like, babe, let's do this. Like it's, it was a girl that was key. Yeah. Um, Cause at this time, Zoe was already born. So Zoe was like a month old, you know? Yeah. And the idea of like letting a stranger into your house when you have like a newborn and all this stuff, like it's kind of nerve wracking. So the fact that it was a girl, it was her first time. We're just like, all right, let's try it. You know, I had to do a lot of convincing. And then uh, that kind of grew eventually. At first it was like only girls, only on the weekends. And that basically, you know, grew over time to like, we're just, turning them over left and right. Like by May of 2017, we had 31 nights of 31 nights rented. Dang. Yeah. We made like $1,167 that month or something. Shoot. Gosh. Yeah. um, There's a lot of work though. Yeah. I Uh, bet. But like pro tip, you don't want to actually be hundred percent rented. That means your price is too cheap. Mm -hmm. The sweet spot's like 70 to 80%. And then you're charging high enough where you're actually making more money. It's kind of weird, but yeah. yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, and I learned this stuff over time. Right. Yeah. Uh, so then by, by May, yeah, I was like, fuck this. I want to like buy a house. So I cashed out like my Roth IRA found a condo, like a new development. So it was like really easy. Yeah. Cause I didn't have to like go like buy a house, like where there's a bunch of people bidding on it. Like it's just new development. Like you just go show up, you know, you get to pick out the model, you know, 
sorry, I want to buy it. Um, yeah, so I bought that and dude, that's actually been doing really good. It's, it's kind of been a rough one year almost. Cause like at first they're like, oh, you can't do short-term rentals. And then I was like doing long-term and then like I rented it out to a student at like, kind of like a break-even rate. Yeah. So that kind of like got me by, but, um, then I just recently reinvested, uh, like remodeled it and took professional photos. So I think, I think it's going to start doing all right now. So yeah, that's what I do. I and actually, I stopped doing Airbnb in the downstairs room right now. I actually rented it back out to another person I met through Airbnb. So because like it's it's a lot of work doing the turnover. So like right now we're like, okay, it's not like we'll take 800 instead of like a thousand, but like we won't have to do any turnovers, you know? Yeah. So because um, like I'm focusing my efforts on other things, right? So like it kind of just built us up and then it's not like I'm scaling back. I'm just scaling up, you know? Yeah, makes sense. Dang, I need to get in on it. We've got an extra so, yeah. room here too. Yeah, so the, the best way to get started is just doing the extra room, you know. Girls only it, on the weekends. It, just kidding. Put it super cheap so you get like, you know, you get some good people in there and just let them know, hey, I'm giving you a good deal because I'm new to this and I need a couple good reviews. Yeah. And just, you know. Makes total sense. So does an account, is it like eBay, like where you have oh, – like a, a review system, yes. like you get like a 95% or whatever, 99%. Yeah. So it's at five stars and, um, it's a mutual review. You review the guests, they review you. And once you guys both review, it becomes publicly available and the reviews are super important for the host. Yeah. Um, and then also like, as you're accept, you can do instant book where like the guests can just check, check in, you know, book it automatically, or you can have them send you a message and then you can like view their profile, see why they're coming. Mm -hmm. They see sketch, you can decline it. So, um, yeah, definitely make sure you get like good people, but you know, you're not just going to like go out and buy a house and just do your first Airbnb, right? You got to like build up that experience, get hands on and the reviews stay to your profile. So like, even when I had that new house, me as a host, it said, you know, hundred reviews or whatever. So, mm -hmm. um, I need to get familiar with the app. I feel like that makes sense too. Do you have Do you have a, an account? Mm -hmm. Oh, so why? I say if you don't, uh, they bumped the bon They're always changing the referral bonus. It was like one fifty, then it's like a hundred. It's two hundred forty dollars to refer a host right now. Dang it! Maybe <laughs> so I. So if anyone wants to host on Airbnb, this sounds cool to you. Uh, the referral code to sign up is in uh, the video description. That would be super awesome. I'm trying to save yeah. up. It's it's not cash money. It's it's Airbnb credits, but I'm trying to save up enough to fund my honeymoon. Ooh, all right. So, hey, no pressure, to, everybody. We're going to Bali, and so we could get like a villa for like a hundred bucks a night. So, dang, I only have to refu you know refu refer a couple people and yeah. You know, oh, that's have like sweet. A week, a week paid for, you know. Yes, dang. But yeah. it's super it's super hard to refer a host. Like you know, you gotta. Everyone probably already has an Airbnb account, first of all. Like, yeah. So you got to find somebody new. Like, yeah. So that's that's why it's kind of hard. And then but. so you can't refer just an account. They have to also be a host. I get the bonus when they host their first guest. So all they right. don't even need to stick with it necessarily. Like you could try Literally just it. try one. Yeah. Everybody, everybody listen. Just kidding. And it's free. It's free money. Like of all the side gigs... I'd say it's far superior to Uber 
and lift as a side gig because you know you're not having to use your time you're using your assets so if yeah. you have extra room you're lever yeah you use a little bit of time you know to do the chain turnovers yeah but it's not that bad i mean you and you get paid a cleaning fee so you could just charge enough to cover like let's say it takes you an hour charge like 15 20 bucks you get paid 20 bucks an hour and then you know you get paid yeah. 30 40 50 a night whatever you charge for the room yes i haven't heard good things about uber the kid that was in the um mr beast video with me he he did uber for a while and he just never made money like it just ended up never working out to where he had money price yeah yeah it's i think once you consider all things it's pretty much rock bottom like you're barely making money yeah like the way that i've read it or heard of it excuse me <clears throat> if you don't factor like depreciation on your car and and repairs mm -hmm. and you bust your ass for like a week or two it may look like you made five six hundred bucks a week yeah but you know like once you factor in wear and tear and all this you know repairs you're basically you know breaking even yeah i mean the the the, the price is just going to drop into the point where people stop doing it and then the, they may pay a little bit more than that just to get enough people to do it yeah but um so like if you're in a pinch and you need like some money in like a week then then it's a cool thing but it's almost like you're just kind of pulling money from the future to to use it now it kind of you know <coughs> yes so i mean I've, I've thought about doing it just as something to do i i actually was considering this a lot it's like man would i give up like my engineering job and and six-figure salary to like work at starbucks just to not have to you know starbucks is sweet yeah if i like it's i get simple, stressed you know? out by like uh expectations sometimes so i don't know if yeah. i could do starbucks but it's, I, it's, it looks sweet oh okay yeah maybe that's not a good example no i don't know i, I think i well i think i would like because i love coffee and i like talking to people so yeah i, th I mean i think so like there's a local i just want to i want a, a task that i could do mindlessly yeah you know that yeah so that's why i like the the photo archiving job that i have because it's so i mean it's just mindless <coughs> yeah that that is cool because um like just being able to like go home and just know that like it's done you mm -hmm. did what you did and there's no like you know long-term expectations but you know that's why you know i guess that's not as paid as much right yeah more people that's like uh like i uh recorded some videos yesterday for church that it's like I work, I was there for like three hours and it's like, sweet. Okay. I did three hours of work, but then I have to edit the videos and that's like a variable. I don't know how long it could be like three hours could be seven hours. It depends on yeah what I do. So it's, it's like, I'm not done when I'm done. I gotta, there's more to it. I, I'm not very good at editing. I, I'm so indifferent on editing. I like editing something like short films. I love editing because we like <laughs> Since there's pre-production, like with pre-production, you can, you know what you're going to be editing already. So like, I don't, it's more streamlined, but like with vlogs and, uh, yeah. what, I, what I imagine is going to be with Mr. Beast, it's just a, just hours of footage that you have to crunch into a little bit and it's not super pre-planned. It's just kind of whatever happens. So we'll see. 
Yeah, I think that's definitely there's a skill <clears throat> to that on the filming side. Mm -hmm. You know, like if you're just leaving the camera on for 12 hours, it's going to be really hard to scrub through that footage and find the important parts. But if you're like good, like if he's only taking like one take, he's like, all right, here's the intro and you can find that. And here's the outro. And, you know, here's 10 key talking points. And <coughs> sorry, I just like, let me get some, some of the drink real quick. Okay. I'll keep him entertained. Hey, what's up everybody. Hope that you're enjoying this stream. I think he's dying. Uh, let's go look at the chat. Um, monkey, thank you for $3. Whoa. Hey man, let's, uh, let's chill over there, man. Um, uh, Logan's there. What's up, Logan? Igor vlog. No, no, the worst. That's what he said. Crash car TV. What's up? Hey, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the stream so far. And we're back. Hey. So I got a uh, Stone Exalted IPA season. Ooh, I've started liking IPAs more. It's a acquired taste. It is, and I. It's more. What? What is? I don't. I still am not educated in any sort of alcohol. Is IPA the more hoppy one? Yes. Okay. More yes. hoppy. I like that. Yeah, I, I don't like browns or ales. Well, I know ales are okay, but like pale ale, it's pretty close to an IPA. I don't like uh, like browns or stouts. Um, Amber apps. lagers. That's okay. That's the move. That's my favorite. <coughs> so, yeah, definitely start out with Airbnb. Like like I said, it's of all the side hustles, it's the one that actually makes like money. You know what I'm saying? And they've got a good... Um, like management based, don't they? Like they're mm -hmm. they run well. Like you always hear yeah. like their activist stuff. That's not like yeah. It's not yeah. like the annoying activist stuff. It's like the reasonable like this is what we stand for, and that's just how it is. Like yeah, I don't know. I like that. They're, they uh like Simon Sinek. You know how he says he compares like Apple to uh, Microsoft. Yeah. Have you seen any of his stuff? Mm -mm. Do you know who Simon Sinek is? Mm -mm. Oh. Simon. You gotta watch some of his stuff. Is he on YouTube? Simon Yes. Okay. Simon Sinek. So, like, watch his, like, why video. Um, but anyways, what he, he compares uh, Apple to, Apple to uh, Microsoft. And when the Zune came out, oh, the, the Zune, Zune was actually, the Zune was actually better than, like, the iPod at that time. Like, it was more technologically advanced. It could do all this stuff. And so, uh, like, I guess he got one for speaking at a Microsoft conference. Yeah. And then he was actually, like, in a limo or something, a taxi with a, an Apple executive. And he was, like, trying to pull one over on them. And he's like, oh, I have this Zune, and it's, it's actually, like, way better than uh, – <coughs> it's way better than the iPod. And the executive, like, turns to him, looks at him, and is like, I have no doubt. End of conversation. <laughs> like, they don't, they don't care, you know? Yeah. It's all uh, like, a branding thing for Apple. Yeah, Microsoft would be like, "Oh, they have they have a new product. It's better than ours. Let me see it. What can we do to, yeah. to beat it?" You know, like Apple's not trying to beat Microsoft. Apple's just being Apple. Yeah, yeah. It's what's called an infinite company. Mm. You're not you're not playing against other players. You're just playing. You're playing in, your game, and that's just in, how they in, do it. It's an infinite game. It's ridiculous. Every other company is trying to like just be the next quarter. You know. Yeah. And like so Airbnb the reason why I brought it up is Airbnb, like Brian Chesky said, he's an infant the Airbnb is an infinite company referring to, you know, the way Simon Sinek uh describes it. Makes sense. Huh. Do do you know Elon Musk? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mr. PayPal just himself. Just making sure. I'm just kidding. Yeah, no, I love you, Elon. 
had a stroke. Yeah, no, I like Elon. I, I I follow his stuff now on Instagram. He's he's different, but I like it. He's, yeah. That's sweet. yeah. He was uh, I I can't get rid of this thing in my throat. It's like tickling. <coughs> that one was hearty. Oh, you can hear it. I'm muting the stream, but I guess it's not muting it for you. Oh, so it's going out on your stream. Oh yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Um. So this is random. I was just thinking about like I don't read books very often, but when I do, it's almost always biographies or like financial stuff. But um, I read the uh Steve Jobs book. That's that's something. The Walter Isaacson one. I recommend it to anybody that likes biographies, but. Then it made me think about you said that you read for eight hours on a stream and I really want to do that really bad. Do you read often? No, but I'm actually starting a new thing. I'm gonna read the Bible from start to finish. Mr. B. Not straight. No, I'm not not straight. <laughs> I there's part of me that wants to do that and I may do that at some point in the day, but like I mean I'd have to like take off work. It'd take like yeah. three days. I'd come close to, come close to like dying. Mm -hmm. And I probably wouldn't re really like retain most of it. But be um, resurrected. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do like 90 90 days and I'm actually starting tonight. So after I get off this stream, I'm gonna go live and I got the 90 day Bible reading plan. I'm gonna do the first start to finish. So like they have all the chapters listed. I'll put yeah. it put a link link on my website and yeah, like it's really trying to just build discipline in me, mm -hmm. like to do something for 90 days yeah. and also like being religious, you know, as like I, I, see, I think that there's some insight in the Bible, like just to apply to life. Um, so, yes. I mean, it's one of the oldest pieces of literature. So, it's the oldest and it's the most manuscripted, which is so, ridiculous. Um, because, interestingly enough, this isn't why I'm doing the Bible thing, but my Crushing It audiobook has racked up like the most view minutes. Oh, yeah of like all my videos it's got like 30 percent of all my view minutes in the last month uh something like now i kind of want to pull it up something ridiculous like 128 hours in the last month of watch time um i i yeah i want to do that because i did a stream when i was trying to we've got that lb games um thing that i'm I'm trying to get separate, but I haven't really done anything with it. But when I first started it, I uh, made a playlist with all the live streams that I've had on my channel and just had it play on a live stream on LB Games and just let it go for like, it was like six hours, but it got so much view time. And Wait, so what'd you do? I literally set up my screen to have a playlist of live streams playing for seven hours straight while I went and did, like, I think I went to work while it was playing. So you live streamed a playlist? Yeah. Which, of other people, of no, other no, it was it was mine. It was my stuff. So it was all my oh. stuff. But it was to it was to be on the LB game stream to try to just get people on there. And it it had a note, either in the, it was either in the description or in the note to subscribe and whatever. But um, oh, check it out. Dang, set. It got a Look lot of views too. Look at that. It, it's too small. Okay, hold on. Oh, wait, wait, I can make it bigger. Oh, there I we go, it, there we it. go. Seven, that's ridiculous. What's the retention rate on it? 
I mean, that's obviously um, not going to be eight hours. It's, it's low, low, yeah, low percentage wise, but it's uh, it increased my average view duration. Yeah. The average person watches it for ten minutes. That's dang. It's crazy. All right. That's sweet. Um. Yeah. So that was like a pleasant surprise. Yeah. Dang, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, so and I'm at 455 subscribers. So like I'm actually growing pretty good. Um, uh, like, can you see from that video how many subscribers you got? Because like it, it lets you mm -hmm. do individual. That's that's like my favorite thing to look at. So let me see. Uh, Discovery. I don't know. I didn't know that there was a studio app for a computer. I just used the one on my phone. You got to use Creator. Yeah. So you go uh, YouTube uh, Creator Studio, and then you you want to do the beta, the beta. This is the beta one. It's kind of cool. Uh, so let's see. Let's just dive into it. Creator Studio. Uh, yeah, it, it did. It it. I just I'm not as familiar with this interface. Um. Yeah. Can you go to? I think if I keep this watch time up, I'm gonna hit the 4K hour, uh, 4,000 hours. What is it? What is 4,000 hours? Is it 230,000? Minutes. Let's pull up the calculator. Or two hundred twenty thousand, maybe. Four thousand. Or two hundred and forty thousand. Yeah. So, that would be it right there. Twelve times twenty would be two hundred and forty, right? I think so. So I'm at the rate. So like within a, within six months, like if I keep growing and I double my watch time or something again and. I get to a thousand subs. That's it. That's the yeah. Move. I don't know. It's just like a goal. Like my goal this year was at a thousand, but I know that could take a long time. But I, it's just got it. There's like I'll go through phases where I'll get a bunch of subscribers at once, and then I'll go like on a. What I've been doing, or what I've noticed, my thing doing is I'll drop like three and gain seven or whatever. Like because it it yeah. seems like since I'm doing all the filtering stuff that it. Yeah. I, I definitely am losing people that don't want to watch this, but I gain more than I lose, which is all that matters. So it's slow progress, but it's progress. Yeah. So what are we, what are we going to talk about? Um, so I had Airbnb, multiple sources of income. Oh, <laughs> I wrote down, this is, uh, this is one of my prouder moments in life. So I go to target all the time and check the little sale. They have like a sale, uh, like end eyelet thing. And uh, so I always go and buy stuff from there and then see if I can sell it either online or oh, flipping. flipping. Yeah. I literally just flip sale stuff, but I went, it was like a, like two or three months ago. I went and bought uh, the, what's the show called game of Thrones season one through seven. Oh. It was 50% off. So I bought it for like, I think, Oh, I can't remember what it was. I think it was. I think I bought it for thirty dollars, and I sold it for eighty back to back to Target. So I bought it for thirty, brought it back in, and I didn't have the receipt. So this wasn't even intentional. I didn't have the receipt, and they do the uh, they do a without a receipt thing where they give you a merchant card. So I uh -huh. I bought it for thirty and sold it for eighty, and I was so proud. Like it was like <laughs> buying candy from a baby and then selling it. To the baby for more than what it's uh, oh. to the baby's parents <laughs> yeah for more than double like i more yeah. than doubled what i sold but it was just like that's stuff that you can do i i uh 
my uncle. But that's but that's not passive income. That's a lot of no, work. No, no, that's not pa- yeah, that's not passive income, which is yeah. That's definitely a hustle. But it's um, it, that to me that's almost like a sport. It's just like fun to do and it doesn't yeah, it doesn't take I any time. I definitely considered doing that like going to Goodwill and and getting the Amazon scanner app like it's one of my things that like I was starting to like get into it. Like I was yeah. watching the videos and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do this. And then I'm like, uh, maybe not. You know, I, I got sidetracked onto something else, you know? Yeah. So But Air- Airbnb has been the one thing that and that's why I feel like it's been successful for me that I've that I've actually stuck with, you know. Yeah. And cause I mean, would you call that passive? It's like half passive, half flipping in a um, way. So for like the condo, I'm able to get the cleaning outsourced yeah so it basically would come down to like me just having my phone and, and sending a few messages mm-hmm. which is not that hard and then just you know there's even apps that you can automate like when you get a new check-in it automatically message the cleaner to go to do it and then you could even get a virtual assistant so it can be extremely passive but it's it's uh it's excuse me it's like any passive business uh like there's going to be some maintenance to it, but yeah. it's uh, it's scalable. Like the way that you scale is just by adding more properties versus uh, like a blog, like you'd create more blogs or something, you know? Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. Hmm. That's so yeah, it's it's definitely like more capitally intensive, you know? Yeah. Um, like a lot of people do the rent to rent, but I feel like that's a kind of a short-term solution. Uh, eventually those things will kind of normalize mm-hmm. once more people start catching on uh you know those people will either start airbnb themselves the supply will get too much and then prices will come down and then there won't be <clears throat> as much room for rent that's called rental arbitrage mm-hmm. but i think um like bu- buying and owning i think it's like uh, compared to having a long-term tenant i think it's you can make more and it's less wear and tear on your property because you're always cleaning it and you know you're all yeah you're always like going to be in there and checking up on it like if you had a, a multi-year tenant by the time they move out like half the shit might be broken they just never told you you know yeah but if you're airbnb it like every week or you know whatever you're going to be in there you're going to fix stuff right when it breaks you're going to have it top notch so and hopefully make a little bit more right now they say two to three times what the so if you're gonna rent it long term for like a thousand, you should be able to get two to three um, on a short term. And obviously that depends, like, like versus a beach versus like middle of nowhere. Although the middle of nowhere might work because it's like because it is the middle like, of nowhere and people need that. People like getting yeah, people like getting away. So yeah, huh. I'm kind of like right on the edge of Los Angeles to where like I get the budget travelers, and I get some conference people and a lot of festival goers, concert goers. So it's pretty cool. That's sweet. Yeah, I just gotta get once I. I feel like once I get started, <laughs> once I get started, I think it'll be good, and I could see myself yeah. getting addicted to it because that's my personality. It's get, really go cool. Hard into something as soon as as soon as they check in, like let's say they're staying for a week, they've already paid before they show up, and then the day after they check in, you get like transferred the entire amount of money, just direct deposit, just like that. Just like that, dude. It's you don't even like it's it's like Uber, you know. It's like you don't need to interchange money. There's no awkwardness, you know. Yeah. You don't even really need to see them ever. Like you get a get a lock pad set up or smart lock, and you know, send them the code. And that's so you know. sweet. Yeah, I could definitely, I could get into that. Yeah, 
Yeah, definitely doing it in your own home home is a lot different than doing a whole place. But I, I kind of liked that. Like, you know, I, I don't mind talking to people. So I like, I met a lot of cool people. I know? bet. I mean, I, I have heard a lot of stories like that. Like people end up traveling together. Like they've met on, on Airbnb and now they're traveling together. I've heard, I saw a vlogger do that one time. That would be the ultimate goal is to like maybe have my house paid off, have some, you know, passive real estate income, then just travel, stay at other Airbnbs, vlog, blog, document. I'd love to do a podcast with all my guests. Like say that in the description, like, hey, if you come in, we're probably going to do a podcast. <laughs> I've actually wanted to do that. Um, so I just never really pitched it to anyone. Um, but what I have done is so that STRU community, yeah, uh, that I'm a part of. So I, it's kind of weird. It was, I actually was on the very first podcast episode of STRU back in like November. So Sick. like they had that Facebook group and I posted like my earning for the year. I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm on track to hit over 20 K this year. I had, oh, I hit like a hundred reviews. And so I posted a snapshot of like my earnings chart and it like, it was kind of like going like exponential yeah and, and people were like people really liked it it got like 70 likes like a lot of people saw it and then richard reached out to me he's like hey we're and they're doing this meetup like they went to like los angeles they had one in new york uh chicago and and houston so like they traveled and and we did the meetup and he's like well, when we go to los angeles would you want to be on the podcast and i'm like hell yeah i'd want to be in the podcast That's so uh sick. Yeah, so that was like the first podcast I was on. And then that kind of like, we we talked a little bit about crypto because I, I was starting a crypto mine. And then now Richard has like on like full scale, like warehouse. He bought like 12 freaking rigs, like like 128 GPUs. Like he got full deep into crypto mining. Oh my gosh. He's crazy. But, you know, uh, like he has really cheap power in Wyoming and even if it's not super profitable like he's learning from it and he's okay with that like to foray into his next next generation of crypto mining business or what have you right so uh but that's kind of cool how like he was messaging me one time like he's like should i get an ant miner or should i get i'm like uh ant miners are kind of like really dominated by like really large players like i think you know you should go gpu uh altcoin mining uh, but anyways yeah so uh, where was I going with this? Yeah, so I I, I kind of became like a little influencer within that community. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to, uh, like he had different brands come on there, uh, like a, a short-term rental um, remodeling company, One Chic Retreat. So I like, I reached out to them. I'm like, hey, I get like, every time I post, I get a lot of attention. Everyone kind of knows who I am. I've been on the podcast. I'll market, I'll document and create videos about the experience of me, um, you know, using your services and you guys give me like a good deal. So they normally charge like 1500 to do a home home and they charge me only 750. Nice. Um, they quoted me like five consulting hours, but I know this, it's like one of those things they spent way more than five hours. Like they really kind of went above and beyond. Um, so and they actually got like a lot of leads from that. Like a couple people that watched, my, like I went live, I did a couple of videos, I did a blog, um, you know, I posted photos. I still haven't even gotten the professional photos in. So I'm gonna do another video when that comes in and share that with the community. So 
Like I go, I'm like one of the only few people that actually go, I go live to the Facebook group. So Sweet. yeah. Uh, and then I did another one, this guy. So that was pretty cool. And then I reached out to Danny from optimize my Airbnb. He runs like an online website, like a blog of tips to optimize your Airbnb. And also he has a service like, uh, of rewriting the description. Like you could pay like three different levels. Like you get the tip sheet and you do it yourself or like you pay more and he'll rewrite your listing for you mm -hmm. for like 200 bucks. And he just basically, he travels all everywhere, stays at Airbnbs, like just has an online business. Uh, so I like, I'm like, that's really cool. Like I want to talk to him. I want to, and I also want to do a co-marketing thing with him. So I'm like, he, he had just written a book. I'm like, hey, how about you send me the book? I'll do a review. And he's like, well, I can't really get a free book. So I'd end up having to pay for it. So, and this is over email. So I could have just been like, ah, oh, you know, he's not interested, but I still pushed on, you know, I didn't really take it personally. I'm like, okay, that's fine. Uh, you know, not everyone, like, it's not like I'm freaking Jake Paul or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, I can't just expect everyone just to do what I want, you know? Yeah. But I shouldn't let that stop me from asking either. So what I said was, how about this? How about we go live, you and you rewrite my listing description live and you know it's a win-win yeah so he, he he messaged me like the next day he's like i've already gotten inquiries and i'm like yeah because that's how it works networking we and had like eight or nine people live the whole time and it, you yeah know, it gets a few hundred views so i mean if someone's gonna sit there and watch you talk about something for so long eventually you're gonna buy it you know it's like crypto nick you talk about bitconnect for so many videos and how much money you're making eventually people are gonna start buying it you know yeah so it's just kind of it's like a different form of advertising i think it's the future uh i think it's really cool i think it's not like scandalous or anything i mean if he paid me i would say hey you know this is a paid promotion whatever um i'm still gonna give my honest review right but uh so yeah i mean i got a 200 dollars service for free basically that's which crazy. is cool yeah i mean that's that's like the cross branding where it's it's like bartering like i've had that happen yeah. many a time where it's basically bartering, but you're just switching skills. That's sweet. Like the uh, yeah. that the mics that I do the reviews on. That guy, it's kind of sketchy. It's a Chinese company. That's it's called Fifine. And the guy did they, he, they send you those mics? Yeah, but they don't send me the mics. They send me they send me PayPal money. Card? Yeah, to buy them off of Amazon, so that it's a certified Amazon purchase, which makes sense. But um, yeah. I think I've done four now, except for. After the third one, I my mom and I share a Prime account. So after the third one that I did on my mom and I's account, I had to use my friend's account to make it not look sketchy for them. So it's like a little under the radar, but it's it's sweet. It's why just, is it a big why is it a big deal that they pay pay you to buy it? Um, what do you mean? Like what? I'm it's it's just like it seems like they could just send it to me, but they just want. I it's important to I be an Amazon happen. thing, like an Amazon. I had that happen whatever so richard has like these stru quick dry sheets mm -hmm. which he basically sources rebrands and sells on amazon and on his personal store and i'm like hey send me you know send me some sheets i'll review them <laughs> and then you know whatever maybe people want people may buy them right yeah and what they what we ended up doing instead was um he's like buy them on amazon and then i won't charge you for the next month of membership like i pay for the 30, it's like 37 a month for the small membership. And not only that, he gave me the, the, there's like a master's and a bachelor's program. 
he upgraded me to the master's program. So I'm actually in both now. And the master's one was like 97 a month. So he gave me that for free. And effectively, you know, I still bought the sheets and he's like, just leave a review on Amazon. So yeah, it's just, uh, you sometimes got to work through different channels, you know? Yeah. But eventually, you know, if you have enough influence, then you could just basically name your price and they'll be writing you a pretty decent check to, you know, get all those views, right? Because it's yeah. so much more engaging than like, let's say a pre-roll ad. Like we could have Stone spend X amount per view to have a 10 second ad that's going to get skipped in front of this video. Or we could have Stone freaking send us beer and pay us to drink their beer while we're having a podcast. Yeah, literally just a like product pay- placement. Yeah. Where, yeah. I just watched a documentary on that, on product placement, and it was ge- like, it's their, genius. Their marketing, their marketing ROI is going to be much higher because- You're not forcing people, it to anybody. Yeah, people already trust us. We like the product. We wouldn't advertise anything that we don't like. Yeah. So, you know. That's true. I and you can see, uh, you'll see in movies sometimes where they'll have like a Doritos bag or something, like something branded, and you can clearly tell that they're- zooming in on a shot and like oh Dorito, okay whatever but there's like like you're saying like if you just have it there and you're like okay they like that it's probably good like i just feel like that's uh, like nobody like likes MKBH- to be forced anything mkbhd and what what M- you know mkbhd i love mkbhd okay so what is his biggest product placement that he's red you bigger than so? red yeah dude red he's huge on red but i think he buys that stuff <laughs> yeah what is it what is uh, he product place i don't even know if it's product placement it's just he's always had a box of cheerios like in his background really yeah i've never noticed that it was really big it was it's actually not anymore but like when he was in his filming in his dorm he always had the cheerios there i think he maybe just liked them huh but that's it's funny. interesting linus did a video where he toured mkbhd's new studio in, in new york and uh he, he like pulls out the box of Cheerios and he flips it and it's like all faded on one side and it's like three years past the expiration. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know. It's kind of weird, There's but yeah, a theory. Um, we're sitting here talking and thinking about Cheerios. So if it was brand product placement advertising, then it would be effective. Huh. Um, Dude, I love so, this no, video. I was going to say, okay, it's all about reducing friction. The, the, the more you can reduce friction, the faster things can can circulate can the commerce can increase uh money can can flow more easily like perfect example is amazon one click yeah uh, you know amazon dash button and now even amazon alexa you know alexa can you buy me some more coffee you know boom i just bought something like i didn't have to pull out my phone didn't need to sign yeah, in literally just say it. enter in my credit card details like all that increases time which increases your dropout rate like so the lower you the more friction you can reduce you can increase your conversion rate you can increase your sales so um my idea is not something that i'm actually going to do but i had like an idea and i want to see if it makes sense to you because i try to explain it to other people and they don't really seem to get it Mm. but it's based it's based on that premise so my thought was to create a cryptocurrency that is not based on an amount at any given time, but it's actually based on an amount over time. So it's 
it's based on a rate. So think of it, think of it like a continuously flowing spigot. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I can like redirect that spigot to you. Okay. Or for example, like instead of me just sending you a hundred dollars, I would program into my account a transaction over time, like maybe with a deadline or maybe continuously. So it's always sending you like money, like down to the smallest division uh, where, you know, then it becomes meaningless. So, I mean, at some point it becomes finite, it becomes finite, Mm -hmm. but for all intents and purposes, it's viewed as a rate and not an amount. So I would send you like, let's, let's just say it was like, I don't know, uh, say it's like Litecoin and I wanted to pay you like 300 a month. I would send you three Litecoin per month and it would go all the way down to all those little decimals. So like every second it's sending you like little tiny lights and then, you know, like your, so your account is like technically growing, getting bigger, Mm -hmm. but you don't really look at it. Like how much is in your account at any one time? Like, yeah, you could be either positive or, you know, I guess negative, but you won't really want to go negative, but um so then you have this incoming rate right and you could then forward that on to someone else i'm trying to you know what i'm saying maybe okay so like think of it like a job Mm -hmm. you get paid every two weeks right yeah all right imagine if you got paid continuously like every second of every day your amount that so it would be i'd be at at the end of 30 days i would have 300 dollars in my account but it's just I'm getting like a cent every day or every second or whatever. Yes. Yes. It's continuously benefit of it though. Okay. To reduce friction because right now transactional cost is like a huge source of friction, right? Yeah. I know it kind of like people don't really see it. They don't really see it on the macro scale. They just see it on the micro scale. It's like, well, I could just have 300 extra dollars and like, I'll just float it and it'll be fine. Yeah. But like, so would it have inflation though? Like if you, if say on May 1st, you said I'm sending you $300 and by the end of the month, you'll have $300. Will it still, will it be what was $300 May 1st or will it be exactly $300 inflation not added? Like you'll end up with $300 no matter so what. It would, it would be, it would be like its own coin, right? So the, the value of coin in terms of us dollars may fluctuate, yeah. but it's, it's kind of like a conceptual idea. And I, I kind of think that that may be the way that things are heading, but it just makes sense, right? If cryptocurrency can can make transaction happens faster, why not reduce that transaction co- time to zero? So it's it a derivative. Less. So it's a derivative, right? So I could be like, okay, well now I'm making, a, let's just say I'm making a thousand a month. Yeah. Well, I could set up some other few uh, arrangements and, and deals and marketing. I could be having... Like of that thousand, let's say I'm I'm spigoting a hundred dollars per month into advertisements, and then that increases my hundred my thousand to like eleven hundred a month. So and by I keep that hundred going, and I maybe I even up that hundred, and then I have other contractors that I'm paying. So the flow is is always like kind of going in, like in and out, up like and down. Deltaing out. Yeah, yeah. So it because basically becomes a web because eventually those flow rates will work their way back around. There's nothing that says that, like, let's say there's a finite fixed amount of coins. Like, let's say there's a million coins. Yeah. And I, let's just say you have half a million. I have a half a million. Well, I could pay you 
a thousand a, um, a second or something. Let's just say a thousand a day. Mm-hmm. Well, now you're getting paid a thousand extra day. So you could technically pay me 2000 a day. This is a, this is a drastic oversimplification, but now I'm getting 2000 a day, right? So I could pay you 3000 a day, right? So the more that we spend, right? Mm-hmm. The more that the money circulates, the easier that it circulates, less friction. It, it, it really, it, like when you think of it, like in terms of direct purchases, it doesn't really make sense. Like mm. if I'm going to buy something, yes, that's kind of a discreet thing, right? Yeah, but it would just, it, you're, you're thinking passively, like strictly yeah. with it. Streams of income, like, and, and rent. So like your rent would just be an outflow. So like, instead of thinking of it like a thousand per month, well, no, yeah, actually we do already think of it in terms of a rate. A thousand per month is a rate. Yeah, it's, but it's cutting it down it in, into per day yeah. and then per second or whatever but yeah yeah just taking just that looking at it differently exactly instead of looking at the the amount you'd look at the first derivative of yeah. the amount and so, so your account wouldn't necessarily like yes under underneath that you would still have to technically have a balance because you don't want to go negative yeah. but the rate could theoretically grow indefinitely yeah but my concern would be if the price goes up, but you're still stuck with waiting on your full transaction, like your full payment to come in, but it's coming over time. Why wouldn't you rather have it paid up front? And then if you're an investor, you can invest it out already. Comparing it to being paid up front, it doesn't make, it's not superior, but that's typically not what happens. Typically it comes like After. at the end, at the right. end, right? Yeah. I so guess- yes, everyone would always want it up front and, and, if that was uh, now, possible, right? right. But what ends up happening is you end up getting it, you know, even if I send it to you right now, like on PayPal, it may take a day or two to like actually hit then deposit to your account, right? Yeah. So just based on that, if we could take that day or two down to like a second or two, then instead of like X amount of transactions happening in a year, we could have like 10X. So the economy could grow. Like yeah. if you look at it on a macro scale, okay, it, it makes I see. Sense. So you're saying making the money off of the transactions. Is that what you're saying? No, no, I'm not. I'm like not even talking about making the money. I'm talking I mean, well, about inflating them, inflating it, not even making the money, but increasing the value. Every, everyone. Cause could... you, it doesn't any crypto increase value based on transactions. Is that how it works? No, not that I know of. That's what I've not always, that like, that's what I've always imagined it is. Like, I still don't know how, what it is, but. I imagine it's because that's the like, otherwise it's literally just things floating that you just continuously just keep giving. You, you, have, to, you have to understand uh, the blockchain and cryptography to really understand. That the won't intrinsic- happen. It will, it's uh, impossible. I'm just kidding. Watch uh, bl- one blue, one brown eye or something. One blue, one brown eye. Oh, what is it? One blue, brown. Monochromatic or mono. Is that a channel? Oh, it's, yeah, it is. I got a link. Max it. Scherzer. No, it's not one blue, one brown eye. It's uh, three blue, one brown. <laughs> three. All right. Is it two guys and one guy has the mono thing? No. It's <laughs> just a name. Oh, wait, we both got muted. I'm so nervous. What does it mean to have a Bitcoin? 
Many people have heard of Bitcoin, that it's a fully digital currency with no government to issue You're it, muted. and that no banks need to manage accounts and verify transactions. And also right, that guys, no one really look. knows who invented it. And I, yet many people don't know the answer to this question, at least not in full. See the eyeball on the bottom right? Sure this three blue, one brown. Underlying ah. the answer actually feel motivated. What we're going to do is walk through step by step how you might have invented your own version of Bitcoin. We'll start with you keeping track of payments with your friends using a communal ledger. Okay. And then as you start to trust we'll watch your the friends thing, and the that's world the, uh, around the video you, less that really explains it really well. And if you're well. clever enough to bring in a it goes, it starts out like a dumb layman's term, and then it goes the deeper into the cryptography. But what you end up with is what's uh, I mean, to me, it just kind of makes sense, right? Like if you we're see, talking about if reducing friction is the key, example of then what other and now you know, and we're already talking about like Litecoin transactions happening in a second, so. Why not just instead of, you know, viewing it as an as an amount? Why not view your like wealth as a rate? Like right now, I'm making a thousand coins per hour, you know, and I can. But you know, I'm paying. I'm net positive a thousand coins per hour. I'm you know, I'm earning five thousand coins per hour, but I'm have transactions that are set up to pay four thousand coins an hour. Yeah. So my a balance, which I don't really care about because it's always just going to keep it's growing. It's just always, it's, yeah. Huh. Well, I guess unless I went negative for a while to reinvest or something, but I don't know. It's just, it's really the same thing, but it's kind of just a different spin on it, you know? Yeah. Interesting. It could work. Yeah. It'd be, yeah I feel I like it'd be, hard to, it. it'd be hard to sell people on it. People won't get it. People would not get I it. I didn't get it for a little bit. So, but no, yeah, I, Whatever like happened? I told my friend this and he's like, why would you operate on such a low margin? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you got to start from wouldn't somewhere. It, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be cool if I was making a hundred thousand dollars per hour, uh, per day or something, but I was only paying, but I, but to make that hundred thousand, I was paying like 90,000 or something. I mean, make it 10 grand a day, right? Yeah. I'm adding that much value back to the economy so it could go up and up and up, you know? Yeah. Interesting. Like by more and more transactions and connections being created the 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 money will just flow faster therefore getting more people to do more work and creating more value you know huh yeah i don't know it's it's, it's a really strange concept and and i'm like I'm, I'm not like i said i'm not gonna like program it myself i just just want to put that idea out there if you are if a blockchain I, if, developer if there's a random guy listening there right now he please he's like, I need... implement that idea it could if happen you guys get it huh but yeah so reducing friction I mean, eventually, like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk says that in Instagram, you'll just be able to like scroll, see something you like and just buy it with one click, not even have to go to the bio to l click the link. And they've got and so search. many fake things on Instagram right now with like, have you seen all those those games that uh, it'll be like, check out this game. It's whatever. And you click it and it. I don't I don't know what it does, but it it'll it'll be like this game that you play for ten like three seconds, and then it goes right, right after you play the first round. It makes you uh, it says, "Do you hey, want to buy this game?" But it it automatically pops up the uh, thumb recognition. You, you've you been following some sketchy uh, sketchy people on Instagram. No, 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 it's ads. It's like it comes uh, up as an ad, so you click it, and it be it be it's way too. And it'll be like a game that's really dumb, like an arcade style. I don't even play games that often, but like. I'm curious, but uh, it'll be like an arcade style and it'll be like $45. And if you 
if you accidentally put your thumb on top, it's like you're done. Like you paid forty five dollars to to be uh, like a snake. Like it, and I've seen it many times. Get, get people. That's yeah. a scam. Man. And especially if like uh, I babysit. I only babysit the, this one kid because I'm bad at it. But this this one kid that I'll babysit, and I have a I have like a folder of games for him. And sometimes he'll ask if he can go and get one. And I'm like, sure. And I'll download the one. And once you download one, it saves it for anything else that you download for the next like 15 minutes or whatever. You can change it, but it's annoying without it. Yeah, so yeah. it's so easy for him to just like buy one just ac- like accidentally. But I, I mean, he doesn't, but the it's just way too easy. I don't know. Sometimes <laughs> that's what you have to. And uh, you talked about the dash button. Is that the one that you, you buy a button for like toilet paper or something? You click it in and just buy it. Like imagine that getting pressed like 17 times by like somebody accidentally. The kid or something. Yeah. I think it, you can have it set where it'll send you an, a confirmed notification on your phone. But, but then that's not even one touch. Like then that defeats the purpose. You can just go on, go on Amazon and buy it yourself. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I definitely. Yeah. It's. It's it's pretty crazy. Uh, smart like, homes. I don't know. We won't really know the next thing that happens until it happens. But I think that's definitely the direction that things are headed. Smart uh, homes smart and homes, augmented yeah. reality are the, like to have like your Tony Stark screen that you move with yeah, your hands. Yeah, that'd be cool. And voice, AR, VR. I don't uh, think VR is going to be as big as people are thinking it is. It's just so... Dude, but we could can... just be doing this thing right now just in virtual reality. Yeah, and not even know. Like like where it almost just feels like I'm sitting across the couch from you. Like we could kind of get up, walk around. Oh, that's like creepy. right now it's just it's all 2D, right? Yeah. So like why not have it be I wanna buy a cheap 360 camera just to have it. They've they've got them for like fifty bucks now. And Adobe has 360 editing now. I just I wanna try oh. it. That'd be cool. It'd be interesting. Just to just to kind of dip your foot in the water. Technology is ridiculous, and it goes at such a fast rate. That's all I got. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna get going here because I'm gonna do this uh, this church live this Bible live stream here. Oh, you're doing a live stream on it? Of course, dude. Yeah, I don't. I hate editing, dude. I I, I, I can't do it. When I so I I I got a satellite job in New York editing videos for them, which is sweet. That so I think that that's. I want to do not not forever. I for want to who? do it for, for it, it's a church up in Albany. Uh, that uh, I just had a friend that moved there, and they like my name got out, and they said that I edit. But I want to do. Uh, I think that that's the secret to traveling full time is having satellite jobs. So I want to try to do more of that. But like when I'm editing as a job, I love not editing my own videos. So that's kind of another thing that got me live streaming oh. more often. So are you doing the Mr. Beast thing? I'm doing the week-long thing for sure. I'm going on Monday, but we'll see. Congrats, dude. Dude, it's... So I didn't know that he was 19. He's two years younger than me. He's a little guy. His mom's his manager. She just got an Instagram. But, like, his texts are so... Or his tweets or or whatever, DMs are so, like, not informative. Like, uh, he's just like, just meet at my office. It's, like, four hours away from me, so I'm just going to drive there, and we'll see what happens. So what's the uh, the arrangement, if you don't mind me asking? The arrangement? What do you mean? Like, I'm I'm staying at a hotel. Stay at an Airbnb, dude. I should. Well, he's paying for it, so I'm like, if you're paying for it, I'll take a hotel. But it's better, dude. I mean, you could get, a like, a whole place where you have... The entire house? I, I'm afraid to... I'm not... I don't know him well enough, but I... It would be... I, I, what I feel like 
the feeling I'm getting is that would be a lot to organize with him because his he'll like so he just booked it for you yeah oh uh, okay yeah so i don't want to yeah yeah because uh airbnb the thing is you can't do a third party booking so oh, okay yeah he booked the hotel. okay got it yeah that's much easier that's cool it'll be interesting i'm excited so is he gonna give you a stipend and pay you for the week or um did you see the uh do you do you watch keemstar no oh he i hate i hate it because it's just it's literally just youtube drama that's all he does and i hate it but it's so entertaining sometimes but uh there was a guy that tried to uh, exploit um, Mr. Beast for doing what I'm about to go do with the editing thing. So a guy tried to like dirty his name and he was like, this guy did it, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But basically what the, the kid was explaining an editing job, he was like, I would edit something and he didn't like it. And he'd make me change it. And I was like, well, that's, that's edit. That's what you do. They, I don't know, but it, it's, it's interesting to watch, but Keemstar's got a video and you can go to the kid that, Maybe. So he tried to hire someone else and it didn't work out? Yeah, he just wasn't good. Prior to? It sounded like he's never edited videos before, like professionally. So like, I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, but what I was getting at that in the video, the, the kid said that he got 750 for the week, which isn't bad. I'll take it. Paid hotel, paid food, and 750 for the week. That's good. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, even if you just do it for a week, that's cool. And I, I hope you like it. Um, Greenville. How exciting. Yeah, I think, like I said, just, you know, don't put Mr. Beast on a pedestal. Obviously, respect him. You yeah. Know, but, I'm going to um, just treat it like a business thing. I mean, I I don't really get starstruck. That's not, like, really anything. So, I'm, it'll be interesting. That's what I'm thinking will be different with me. Like, the, the other kid was a fan of his. So, he kind of went in with, like, mm -hmm. a different, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah, that's good. We'll see. Yeah. Dude, so you got to let me know what fucking videos you edit, dude. I know. I, like, yeah, I edited that video. It got 3 million views. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, there's so many people that are going to watch it. It'll be interesting. What, like, what if that, ha like, not like what if that happens. Let's say you start editing his videos and, like, the videos that you edit, like, are bringing him a lot more money. Like, that's so a that's, lot of value. You that's know? another thing. He said uh, that he wants him to, wants me to edit Commission? the way that he wants. So, like, he's going to, like, that was one of his tweets. He's like, I am going to tell you how to edit, so like don't whatever, but yeah. See. I mean, it's got to have a consistent feel, but yeah. you could still introduce your own, like, I mean, even if you edit to his style, you could still do that good or bad, right? So if you're doing it good, then yeah. Have you ever watched like uh, Logan Paul's style of editing? Dude, I watched Logan Paul for it's a while. Ridiculous. Have dude. you ever watched David Dobrik? Did you watch? No, I haven't. Oh my gosh, that's next level. It's uh, he's no, his, his his are my new favorite videos because he his every single video is four minutes and twenty seconds. And oh yeah, I heard that. Yeah, but his editing is so fast. Like there's nothing not entertaining going on. The entire like there's no dead space. It's ridiculous. But he does Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm, uh, you talked about that on the jackpot, jackpot. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. Because he mentioned it, and I was like, oh heck yes, we're relating on this. Uh yeah, so I know Mr. Beast likes his videos over ten minutes because he, he got supposedly gets more watch time or something. Yeah, did I send you the screenshot of him saying? Oh, you you mentioned that he had those five videos that he's like, I just got all these videos, I don't know where to post them. And I mentioned I was like, Hey, I could help you start a second channel. He's like, No, I just want to keep mine growing super fast. Which I mean, I get it, but 
it's funny. He's all in it for the money, which is fair. There's I a, mean, that's kind of what he's, that's, he's, he's never been like, he's never lied about that. Yeah. That's, that's what, lied. that's what makes it okay. He's, he says that he's all in it for the money and that's how he is. He's like, I'm just going to offer a hundred dollar gift card to the first person that comments on the stream. And I'm going to trick a lot of you guys into turning on notifications. Yeah. I mean, it's genius. <laughs> he just did a video, a tweet today where he said a minute of me saying racial slurs. And you go to it, and he just goes racial slur, racial slur, racial slur. Like he doesn't say like it's genius. Like he's a he's got yeah. clickbait under wraps. I don't know. It's wild. Yeah. So I'm gonna do the 90 day Bible thing, but I kind of do want to do the Bible fucking straight thing just to say like I did it. Just to and say Mr. Beast failed. Oh, that would be. Oh my gosh. I just if I could read, I'd maybe, but I can't. Like my my reading pace is very slow. I'm like under 200. I'm slow and I stutter when i read out loud mm. i can't do it but i'm gonna try it maybe i'll do one tonight i got some books george waski's book that's what i do try it dude. make sure like that copyright is cool and everything that's what's cool about the bible is it's completely it's super copyright free yeah zondervan so. and the 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 gary vaynerchuk thing i just felt like that is a special enough case where if it really came down to it, like Gary probably wouldn't care. Yeah, well, I mean, in the maybe book, his, maybe his publisher would, but I just read the or I just listened to the first uh, like four chapters, and he said something. He was like, "You can get this book. I don't care. You can pirate this book. I'm saying you're hearing me say it right now. You can pirate this book, right?" So that's yeah, my that's what yeah, I'm gonna that's use. That's what he fucking said. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna use that. Like, hey, he literally the writer of this book said to pirate this book. So there you go. I said, I hope this isn't illegal, but if it is, sorry, <laughs> sorry, send me an email. That's funny. But, oh, yeah. But what was cool is like when I was looking on the analytics of that video, I found the like traffic sources. The most people that find it, they search for Crush It audiobook. And so like they find my thing. And I I, I played with changing the title from uh, like reading Crushing It from start to finish for eight hours to saying Crushing It 100,000 times. <laughs> Just to see. And then I put like Mr. Beast eight hours. And then I put uh, like in the description, I'm like, sorry, I know it's not saying it a hundred thousand times, but it's still pretty beast. And it's inspired by Mr. Beast and you can't hate the hustle. So, but then I changed it back. Cause I, I realized more people were just interested in, and actually hearing the audio and watching the audio, but listen to the audio book, then, then clicking on it. Cause they thought it was associated with Mr. Beast. So yeah, that's true. That's, that's when clickbait has to be at least close enough to the, to the what it is dang yeah oh, i want to try i want to do it really bad i might have to all right i'm going to end my live stream right here so thank you guys for listening um thank you guys for watching thank you bayfield thanks thanks for having, for having me, me. Uh, it was fun as always um you know like comment subscribe do it all you be legit do something nice for somebody peace out peace Sick. All right, I'm done. Sarah said, you "Bye, still, are, Zach." Are you still streaming? Yeah. I probably Dude. actually I'm gonna stream a little bit after this, so I'm gonna end this one now. Okay. And let me know when it's done. Everybody, I'll be back on. So, thanks, Zach, for being on this one. Thanks, everybody, for being in the chat. Sorry, I didn't Super. respond. That you know, I'm I'm getting used to it. But that's all I got. Uh, I can't find OBS. Oh, there you go. Don't forget to comment, favorite, share, like, subscribe. It'll be legit. That's what I got. Peace out.